0: Now it well, goes with real estate, and the real way I was getting at this, you wrote your goal that you wanted to sell X amount of homes. I think you really have to drill down on what you're willing and unwilling to do to get there. Because if you're willing to, to you know, work all the days you work by like calling your sphere of influence, knocking on doors, going to all the places where buyers are going to be, calling your past clients, doing all the things within the course of the day, because or you're going to say that I'm just, I'm unwilling to give up my free time, and that's okay. But don't put such a lofty goal. You have to put it to where it is that you're willing or unwilling to do. Dan, Which, is there intro music to this podcast?
1: Intro music is, oh, it's playing, baby. Okay. So I don't I you know what people, I'm actually pretty excited about today, because Dan Manginelli is here. We've known each other, I want to say we're going on 30 years, and um, I'm going to tell you this, here's your intro to Dan Manginelli. I don't know why you put up with me, and I don't know why I put up with you, and that's a part of this business that sometimes we just don't get, but it was a match made in heaven, and we talked about, and that's awkward, like our first experience, If we get into our second experience, and the first experience that I had with you in real estate, you made the client cry. Right. Yeah, yeah. The second one, you made the agent cry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: That's, that's, that <laughs> <happened> too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Drive. Keep driving. And went, yeah. So, yeah so that was that was my first two transactions in this business. Both of them. Well, no, actually, the second one I saved. But the first one failed and the second one we, we put together. But and 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 I'm honestly being a, a little bit. I don't know, whatever on it. I got an opportunity to meet Dan, and I actually got lucky meeting Dan because somebody else um, didn't show up, and he was in the right place for me at that time. And the rest is history. Tell everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do, kind of, oh, and I mean, this and that, because I rambled.
0: I No, there's no ramble. I've been in the... Uh, uh, Real estate industry on the finance side for 37 years. I've written two books. One's called "Wake Up: Jumpstart the Life You've had, Always Had in Mind," and one's called "Shake It Up: Big Dreams and Bold Choices on the Road to Success." Um, I've had uh, been part of growing a couple companies, luckily selling them both to privately held companies or publicly owned companies. Um, speak um, quite a bit. Right now, coach. Right right now, coach, and right now I'm uh, really working on my podcast, which is called WTF. Where's the focus? And it's about uh, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Which a lot of us focus on the wrong stuff, which goes your energy that way. Which then I have some guests and have some
1: fun. So, So. that was a great intro. But what he didn't tell you, what you guys didn't ask. There's been some failures in there. You talked about a lot of success, but you didn't talk about any of the failures. Well, which, which, I mean, that, that, <laughs> there's way more failures than there are successes. If it, that's the <laughs> case,
0: if you're asking me, if you're asking me what uh, failures there were. So, I mean, you talking about market failures or I'm just, just of just, you know. In general, so. It, well, let's you take, know, let's take a couple of failures. So I've, been in couple. The in, I've been in the industries for that long. So, you've been through cycles, right? So, you've been through the cycle, you know, the 93 cycle. Um, where, you know, more was aerospace, where a lot of people lost their jobs, the foreclosure market came, business kind of turned down, turned, just turned off in some cases. Then you take in the, you know, early two, just about 2000s, and you take the, you know, the tech bubble happened, same thing, a lot of money was invested in that. It changed the market for values of real estate to come down. And then the financial crisis is the one everybody knows, is in 2007 and 8. Um, that one was the toughest. Um, you know, we... At one point, took a company, and we merged with another company, become the ninth largest lender in the United States, and in in one day, control alt delete happened, and boom, like that, you know, there was over over thousand people, fifteen hundred people out of jobs within a day, um, and it was tough. I mean, from that point, you, know, you were you playing have, golf that day. I was playing golf that Maybe day. Maybe
1: should have been one. at the office. Maybe.
0: Well, I was yeah. counting. I was counting. Where I was going to retire. <laughs> I was looking at my stock price, going, "This is the greatest," and then all that comes crumbling down. But in in a way where you learn from each one of those defeats. I mean, each time when the market turns, you learn a little bit more on how to save money. Number one, but you learn that nothing nothing is going to continue the way it is unless you can grow from each opportunity. And I think that the failure of let's say the 2007, from that point, I think it brought into light um, the ability for people to realize that you know everybody thought they were better than they were, including myself. I think the market made us feel like we were invincible and we were smarter than we were, and we were better than a lot of people, and it fed so many egos, and it really brought to light that the market, um, and there was good people and some great things that happened and good things came from it, but I think everybody thought they were a little better than they were. I think, you know, money fueled a lot of things in a lot of ways, and that's what happens. Your ego we, gets way out of check when We got punched in the push. nose, big yeah. time.
1: We got punched in the nose big time, and yeah. and, you know, I think that one of the most, uh, more recently, I mean, we can talk about 2022, 2023 and that, you know, there's a lot of people that are in this business and, and COVID hit and we thought, hey, the world's coming to an end with regard to the real estate market and our industry. And it actually ended up being pretty good. And then all of a sudden things just stopped because of supply yeah. and demand. It and fueled,
0: It fueled. I think, when you're talking about people thinking they're better than they were. And mm-hmm. A lot of money was made in 2020. Right. A lot of money was put into the economy. A lot of money was put into a lot of people's pockets. And, you know, just like the American way, they just took the money and they saved it. Yeah. No, they didn't. No, no, they spent every dime. Of it. <laughs> okay, so with, that, with <laughs> that, they spent it, and they realizing like, oh, my gosh, I have extra funds, and they pumped it into the economy, which is causing everything that's happening now. That's a whole different story. But real estate became very big because people didn't have to... Work in an office, right? And they realized I can work from other places, and I can be efficient, and I can do things. So I can buy a house, and I can mm-hmm. add onto my house, and I can do things. So it fueled that, and then the, you know when the Feds reduced interest rates down in the 2s, that fueled a whole a trillion, what, two trillion dollars or so was mm-hmm. refinanced at that time. It was a huge number. So it was big changes that happened, and that's another time that people thought they were better than they were, and it would never stop. And then. Different on 20, you know, 21, still riding it a little bit, 2022 mm-hmm. came and someone turned off the hose. It was like a f- drinking from a water hose for a year and then someone just turned off I'll the faucet. I call it more like a fire hydrant. Okay, so yeah. they <laughs> turned off the faucet. <laughs> yeah. They, when they turned off the faucet, it, it really opened eyes to a lot of things. Like you know, the people that they were doing business with, the quality of the people, and the knowledge of the people. I think okay. people realized what they didn't know um, because it was so easy.
1: So, I'm going to ask this question, because you, you, you've unraveled a whole lot of stuff there and you've talked about a lot, and, but really, our, our show is about helping agents overcome things and sure. helping people in our industry overcome, so right. we talked about, hey, there's been some bad stuff that's happened to you in, in this business and some things that you'd have to overcome. What is the advice that you give to somebody that's out there that says, hey, I'm struggling, because majority of the people in this business fail, period.
0: Yeah. And I'll go. I just did a great talk, and I did a great talk that was about not necessarily goals, about what people write down. It's the beginning of the year in January. Everybody writes down the list of things, and they write them in affirmations that I want to weigh one hundred and fifty-five pounds, one hundred twenty pounds, or they want to they want to do the things. And probably late December, um, I read a book. Um, the title's not that great. It's called "Unf Yourself," and they use the word that's huh. what's in there. But i read Mr. the book, Mr. Bishop and. And what people kind of missed in one of the first chapters of that book that kind of helped me change a lot of my perception about people writing goals is what you're willing or unwilling to do. Um, I think that you write things down like you want to weigh a certain amount, um, which goes to health and fitness. I'm using that because everybody writes that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Of the everybody wants to be more fit and they want to lose weight. I think the, the, the key to that is is you need to ask yourself, really, what am I willing or unwilling to do? Because most people are saying, yeah, I'm willing to go on a diet. So are you willing to eat chicken and broccoli? majority for the first four, five, six months. Are you willing to only lose two pounds a week maybe in that case? Are you willing you know, Are you willing to do that? Um, or the case would be, are you willing to give up all the other foods that are probably better tasting in your mind? Pizza, ice cream, late night eating, all those different things. When you're honest with yourself and you say, I'm really unwilling to give some of that stuff up. I really am. I just, I enjoy that so much. That's I enjoy, I enjoy that. I'm just, I'm unwilling. Stop telling yourself that you want to lose 30 pounds if you're not willing to do the things to get there. Now well, it goes with real estate, and the real way I was getting at this, you wrote your goal that you wanted to sell X amount of homes. I think you really have to drill down on what you're willing and unwilling to do to get there. Because if you're willing to, to you know, work all the days you work by calling your sphere of influence, knocking on doors, going to all the places where buyers are going to be, calling the past clients, doing all the things within a course of a day. Because, or you're going to say, that I'm just, I'm unwilling to give up my free time. And that's okay. But don't put such a lofty goal. You have to put it to where it is that you're willing or unwilling to do. And to answer that, it, you know, I was driving because I don't read books that much. You know, I wrote a book. I don't read them. I listen to books quite a bit. <laughs> and I missed my exit. And I went about 30, 30, you know, miles away from where I was going. Just because it started making me think on my faith, my family, so many different things. I just need to analyze what are you willing to do about it? Right. What are you unwilling to do? And you need to be honest about the unwilling. There's certain things that I mean, here's the case. I would love for me and you to go on a month-long golf trip. Be awesome. I'm in. Let's go to Bandon Dunes, let's do it. Okay. Right? So are we willing to leave our business, leave our family, probably not have my wife talk to me, lose <laughs> half my stuff again? Right? Do do the things, you know, are we willing to do that? I'm unwilling. I'm unwilling to take that chance of not, you know, being with my family, my kids. So stop saying that I want to go on a month-long trip.
1: So let me interject here because I, I see where you're going with this, and I like it. But I, I think that the real conversation to have with is, okay, once you've discovered what you're willing to do, mm-hmm. then it's making adjustments. adjustment. So your, your, first, your first example you were giving about, you know, fitness and things like that. Hey, I'm not willing to give up this food or this food or this yeah. food. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, what, are, what adjustments are we willing to make? And then making sure that that Correct. goal is in line with it. You know, don't tell me you're going to lose 10 pounds in the first month if you're not willing to give up all these things and not exercise. But it's not unreasonable to say, hey, I'm willing for this to take a year to get where I'm yeah. going, and making this work because I am willing to cut out this bad habit. You know, two or three times a, a week instead of every single meal. Okay, I'm, I'm you know I have my cheat days or whatever the case may be, and I can I can still accomplish that. What most people do
0: is they set something the bar way out of way out of reach. Of course, <clears throat> I'm gonna lose 25 pounds in two months, right? I'm right. gonna do the cookie diet. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not sustainable. I think what you're saying is, right, when you're willing or unwilling to do those things, put them in pieces. And then you have to figure out, okay, so if I'm willing to do call my sphere, door knock, call my past clients, go out and find business, be around people that want to purchase homes, be in that area. If that's the case, don't tell yourself you're going to do it every day, seven days a week, because you're not. Do it for two hours a day. Take that piece. I'm willing to do this from 9 to to 11 o'clock that's what I'm willing to do no. now I'm unwilling to do it from 7 p.m. till till 9 because that's my family time right, right well right. then just do what you're willing to do so
1: figuring out what we're willing to do and not willing to do one of the chapters in your book you talk about your why and finding out your why right. and figuring that right out. and that right. goes that feeds right into that right. What I'm willing to do well, why is it that I'm willing to do right. that why is it that I'm not right. willing to do that right. but I, I also want to talk about about this you've mentioned that a lot of people make these extreme goals and they go out there and they just don't do them. And so stop making these extreme goals. But sometimes mm. we come across somebody that they make an extreme goal and they are willing to do. Correct. And what is, what triggered, or what is creating that trigger in your opinion that has gotten them from like over here to like over here? What, what mechanism has turned on that boom? Now so all of a sudden, have, there I, is no lose. Yeah,
0: I have four, four keys to success. Okay. One's communication, right? Um, the worst thing people say all the time is, you know, no news is good news. That couldn't be the stupidest yeah. thing I've ever heard in my life, right? If anybody's ever bought anything, they want to know if they've got it or they didn't get exactly. it. So, and communication is the biggest, uh, d- dissolves so many relationships, business relationships. I'm not even talking personal, right? So communication is key, letting people in that. Consistency. If you're not consistent on the way you do things, and you do it on a plan and over and over, um, you can say you want to lose weight, but you're only going to work out once. That's not consistent, right? So those are the two, communication consistency. And these are the ones that I want to say that's hard to teach is desire, right? Everybody wants more, to be more, have more, do more. Everybody wants it. I think they have a desire to do that. The key is keeping the desire, which is number four. Right, right, right. That's the tough part. I can use a great analogy for yourself, right? So you have a desire. Keep the desire, Here's okay. Keeping the desire is tough because what happens is you you forget, right? Right. <clears throat> remember that time that you drank way too much tequila and then you, you <laughs> threw up and then you said, I'm never, ever, 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 please, God, get me through this night with your head on the side of the toilet, right? Please get me through that, this yeah. night and I will never drink again. It was right? bad tequila. So that was desire, you had the desire right. to quit. That you was had bad the, tequila. You had the desire to quit That right was there.
1: bad tequila.
0: Keeping the desire <laughs> is a tough This part, because I'll tell you what, two months are going to go by, three months are going to go by, and someone's going to say, "Well, the first week's going to go by," and I go, "Hey, let's grab a beer," and you're like, "I am so far out, man. I am. I. I. Me and God made a deal when He said if I got through that night, that I would never drink again, and I'm not drinking. Then two weeks go by, and it's like, "Hey, we're going to go watch the game," and you're like, "I'll go. One beer's not bad. It's not tequila. I won't do that." Then four months go by, and then you're doing shots with your friends somewhere else because. Keeping that desire that you actually did is the toughest part. So, rewinding your question was, what is it about someone that can set a big goal and obtain that goal? Everybody has a desire to achieve that high number, but keeping that desire when you just don't feel like
1: it is the difference. Okay. How do you keep the desire?
0: That's Again, there's so many things you can teach. You could, you could, teach, you could teach people how to communicate. I can okay. teach them how to stay consistent. I can teach them how to want more. The tiff- toughest one to coach is someone who in their business right now, you're right where you are, but you're looking at the top producer and mm-hmm. you're saying, that's who I want to be. That's, that's, I'm here right now, but that's who I yeah. want to be.
1: And I, I always question that because when somebody looks at something like that, first of all, when you start comparing yourself to somebody else, you're starting to put yourself, you're, you're starting I'm not, to get in trouble. I'm not trouble. saying
0: on, on you're comparing to the vet. I'm saying if that's the numbers that you want. Right, I right. do know that you ran a triathlon.
1: Yeah. Okay, right? Yeah. Mr. Iron Man? Yeah, I remember. You did that, right? Yeah.
0: Okay, I, I was there. And
1: I don't remember how I kept the desire from beginning to end. And, because and you didn't give yourself a
0: choice. That's true. You didn't give, you committed to it because it's a commitment. As a matter of fact, you couldn't do so many things with us because yep. you had to train. For an Iron Man, yeah, which is amazing, by the way. Congratulations yeah. and, on that.
1: And, and but I, how many times did you give me a hard time about that?
0: I would never. I supported you 100%. Really? Of the time. I never <laughs> said bad words. But anyway, and, and, what, and you've what, never what had, you had too much tequila fati- to either. <laughs> <laughs> never. So I, <laughs> what I'm getting at is, you made the plan, right? Right. But you had the desire to do it, but you kept the desire even though through the whole thing. So why I'm bringing this up? You said you looked at something or someone. Mm -hmm. You looked at those people that did Ironmans in the past, right? And you said, like, this is where I am because you ran marathons before. Yep. But that's who I want to be. Yeah, interesting. You wanted to you wanted (laughs) to actually complete an Ironman, and if no one would have ever done it. Would you have said, I want to swim two and a half
1: miles, run a full marathon, and bike to Kansas? I I would have probably Uh, picked something else. But, I I mean, for me, it was a humbling moment. And and that was, you know, I find it interesting. You you mentioned earlier, we are right now in our lives exactly where we want to be. And one of my favorite things about our relationship is there's been a lot of evolution that has gone on. I used to be a shitty agent. Um, yeah. or I'll call it mediocre, okay. used to be mediocre agent. What's a below mediocre? Better. What's below mediocre? Yeah, is just kidding. Go yeah, <laughs> didn't survive, <laughs> um, but you know what, made changes, you were patient, Yeah. you were a very patient man with me, and just kept reminding and kept reminding and kept reminding, and then one day, boom, it just turns on. Yeah. And I like, think you could coach somebody who you see
0: is willing to do the things, and as I just said before, if it wasn't here, it was before, everybody wants to be taught. Meaning like, teach me. I, yeah, of course I do. But they lack the willingness to learn. learn. Well, they learn lack the willingness do. as soon as you say to someone like, this works and you do it. And like, yeah, that works for other people. That's like smart. cardio works for other people to lose weight. <laughs> I mean, you know, running works for other people to lose weight. For me, what I like to do is just not eat for nine days. I that's that, how I that's how I, I, I had that exact weight. conversation
1: in this room a couple of days ago. <laughs> this might sound familiar to you. Oh, online leads don't work. And then I pointed to an agent and I said, "How many online leads did you close last year?" And I think he said like nine or ten. Yeah. And I said, "Hmm." And then I looked back at the other person, and here was their answer: instead of saying, "Oh, online leads do work," well, but that was different.
0: I'm all like, Yeah, "No." And that's they're just they're there's just not a difference ready for it. between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. A growth mindset, again, is someone who wants to grow, that wants to learn, that is is eager, right, right to right, get right. the information. A fixed mindset says. It doesn't work for me, so it mu- must not work.
1: But it, and, and here, I'm not picking on that person that was, was, was saying, ah, you know, it's not working. But what I really want to analyze or talk about is, hey, how do, I, how do I, how do you, how do we create that mind shift change of recognizing, okay, you said that this can't be done, boom. Because you brought up the Iron Man. You're right. It would have been a whole lot harder if I'd never seen anybody do it. Not to, it was hard. Don't get me wrong, people, it was hard, but it would have been a whole lot harder if I'd never seen, you know, if I would have been the first and, hey, we got this bright idea. Let's go do this. Right. No, we can't do that. That's not humanly possible. Right. But, you know, four-minute mile wasn't humanly possible no. until somebody broke it, and then all of a sudden,
0: it's Roger Bannister. yeah,
1: left and right, everybody's doing it. Right. So, part of that whole thing is just the mind opening up to having an acceptance that, Hey, it is possible.
0: But everybody gets it at a different time.
1: Yes. Right? Absolutely.
0: Um, One of the best books ever written um, is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, Mm -hmm. written in 1937. And in the forward of that book, the forward, not even the chapter, the forward, it says no man is willing to make a change until he is ready. No man or woman is willing to make Make a change change for things, until the things that are detrimental to their, their being, their health, their business, until they're ready. The key is you have to catch people like I caught you luckily when you were ready. Right, right. You just moved to a new, not a new sta- not some state, but a new city. Right, right. You, you, wanted, you were eager and you had the willingness to learn and you wanted to change. The tough part about other people, no man is willing to make a change until they're ready. The key is to find the people that are ready and that's, that's the difference. Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. I'm having fun today. I could do this all day long, people.
0: I don't think anybody wants to watch this. They've tuned out, probably about. No, I don't know, freaking. Right about way. my first communication, consistent desire, desire. They might have made that. I don't know.
1: No, because they're still waiting for like some fabulous things to come out. They want to know what happened. The rest we could of talk the about your Iron Man. It was
0: awesome. So we got there like at 5 a.m. at <laughs> his Iron Man, and I was with him. We got on a bus. We dropped off there. <laughs> I watched. I watched Nestor jump in the water and sink for a while. And then, um,
1: yep. so, yes. oh,
0: hey, the, let me finish. The, I watched it? it. We got there. It was 6 a.m. probably. The it sun was, just came up.
1: The sun had just come up. Just come up. Yeah. 6
0: a.m. And by the way, unbelievable that he finished in Ironman. That is a feat that this is. I'm not downplaying that at all. It is unbelievable. I can't even imagine thinking well, of putting my body through that. But on the second <laughs> note, so I get there at 6, he jumps in the water. He's there. He comes out of the water. Go, Nestor, go. He gets on his bike. Me and my buddy play a whole round of golf. Um, Went to dinner, uh, took a nap, uh, and then set, us, set our alarm <laughs> yeah. to come back to watch him in the finish line. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: uh, you know what's interesting? We want to talk about friendships. We'll talk about the Ironman for a little bit. So, the I my why in that I don't know if you remember Philip was going right, through a, a right, young man right. that I mentored was going through some issues, and I didn't know how to swim. That's that's a part uh, that a lot of people they don't believe me when I talk about that, but I literally did not know how to swim. And I also refused to go get help with that. So I watched a YouTube video and then I said, I'm going to sign up for this thing. And I signed up and I thought it was odd because I tried to sign up for a couple of other ones and they sold out like immediately. And I got into this one and I remember calling Bill, our buddy, Bill, and I'm like, I'm in. And Bill's all like, which one are you in? And he's all like, are you sure? And then he starts yeah. sending me videos. Because the water temperature, I was in, in St. George, Utah. Yeah. Water temperature was like 50 degrees. Yeah. And so for the next month, he sends me videos one a day of people being pulled out of the water for it was, hypothermia. It was
0: motivation. <laughs> it was, yeah. Made you, yeah. you swim faster so you didn't
1: freeze to death. <laughs> and I'm sitting there I'm like that so give you an idea of how my friends motivate me, but that being said, you guys were actually there every single day, yeah. and you guys were holding me accountable,
0: yeah.
1: created a plan,
0: right.
1: had faith that the plan would work out, yeah. and yeah, 16 hours and 31 minutes and 48 seconds later, yeah, they oh, were yelling. God. They were yelling my name. That you're That's now an right. Iron Man. That's right. And I was so hungry I was and so done. Yeah. I was a little tired because
0: I had some beers on the golf course and then yeah. a lot of food for dinner. So I was a little full. And then by the time I got over, oh. after my nap, I was a little tired to get there in 16 hours. Did, amazing, absolutely amazing. Did nap. I
1: tell you the story about that? My mom going on the on the course.
0: Yes, yes, I do remember that. So,
1: my mom mom went on the, or what had happened was, you're on a chip, so you could follow the person uh, electronically, and apparently the chip didn't go off at one of the things that I had passed, and so my mom freaked out and thought something had happened to me, and we're, what, 15 hours into the race now, and all of a sudden I've disappeared, and she thought something had happened, and... You want to talk about completing an Ironman and being determined. I'm still unsure how my mother talked to a police officer. She ended up in his car. This guy was driving backwards searching, on the course, searching, searching for, for me during the race. And I'm thinking, how the hell, all of a sudden, the police car comes, and mom waving at me. You're <laughs> alive! You're alive! And I'm, uh, how did you talk that man into doing that? Yes. Good stuff. Yeah, that's where I got my sales skills from. So.
0: <laughs> Your mom talking police officers? Well, well you're you, pretty good at talking police officers not taking you uh, to jail, so that's
1: good. Please. <laughs> you got me confused with somebody else. So Anyway, um, should we wrap it up now? I think so. Okay. I, people tuned out a while ago. No, they didn't tune out. Did you guys tune out? They didn't tune out. They're, they're still with us. You guys work for you. they
0: got to say yes. <laughs> no, Come they on. don't. It's no, they right. don't. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You don't understand my world, yeah. So I'm not, no, 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 no. People have no problem telling me no. So anyway, I appreciate it, guys. If you guys have any questions, want to know more about who we are, what's going on, please in the comments down below. Dan, where can they find you? Shameless plug, you can purchase my book on my website or Amazon there.
0: Shake it up, big dreams, bold choices. You can definitely find me on WTF, Awares of the Focus. Go to YouTube or however you listen to your podcast. Type that in there. Subscribe, like, do that. Listen, have a bunch of fun. It's uh, where your focus goes, your energy flows.
1: Tell you what, another shameless plug. The first 15 people. Wow, that's pretty nice, man, buying 15 bucks. 15? Oh. 15, yeah, that's pretty yeah. nice. Is 15 oh, know? you're paying for it. Yeah, I'm paying, paying for I'm no? okay. paying. Them. Absolutely. What the heck's new? That's right. So, anyway, first 15 people to comment book. And you know what? I'll get the guy to sign them too. I can
0: probably do that. They're uh, just going to go down in value.
1: Uh, okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So if you don't want it signed, put book, please. <laughs> don't yeah, sign. don't sign. Without him. a doubt, put
0: book in the comments and we'll send you a free book for there 15 we go. people.
1: Sweet. Appreciate it, guys. Take care.